Remember, I mean, if you're able to love yourself and you're, you're shining your light and you're sharing mm -hmm. it, you're kind of giving other people permission to do the same. Hello and welcome back to the Her Life Vlogcast. I'm your host, Rachel Malik, and this week I get to talk with Nancy S. Torres, who is a new children's book author. She's also a mother, a teacher, a New Yorker, a meditation guide, and from what I quickly learned, the truest form of a girl's girl. I cannot even explain to you the energy and the positivity that is just radiating out of the Zoom call. I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. And I have to tell you, I recorded this whole intro segment before the interview. I ran through her background, which I'll still give to you, don't worry. But I had to redo it because I don't think it did justice to the vibes, dare I say, the vibes in the Zoom room with, with me and Nancy. I feel like we were like old pals catching up. She's like a big sister. I I can't even explain it. I am so excited for you guys to hear from her directly. But before, I'll teach you a little bit about her. Like I said, she's an author, childhood educator, and meditation guide. She loves inspiring and supporting children, not only in their academic development, but also their social emotional development. Nancy received her bachelor's in corporate communication from Baruch College, City University of New York, and received her master's in childhood education and special education from NYU. We love all this New York energy. That's maybe why we bonded right away. Nancy speaks both English and Spanish. Importantly, her book is also bilingual, which we will talk about in the interview. So stay tuned for that. I, I don't have much else to say. You are going to absolutely love her. I cannot wait for you to hear from her directly. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it to Nancy. Welcome. Hey, Rachel. How's it going? Oh, I'm so excited to meet you and to learn a little bit more about your actual story and your like greater life story. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for having me. Really oh I, it means the world to me. Thank you for of your Of course, support. of course. So like I said, we definitely want to talk about the book and we'll get into that. And I also want to talk to you more about the power of affirmations because that's ultimately what the book is about. But before we get into all of that, I want to dig into your story a little bit more. So for context, like our show, this podcast was kind of born out of the need to cope with life's transitions and to help that transition with friends and through reflection throughout the whole process. So I'm wondering if you could walk us through some of the transitions of your life, maybe lessons you've learned along the way and how you got to where you are. You can take this any way you want. I love open format. Um, I'm going to take it as like where I was in my twenties, where I was in my twenties and being you know, out into the world. Suddenly yeah. I graduate college and I'm having panic attacks, you know, like a month before graduation, you know, in New York city, I went to Baruch and then trying to figure out what am I doing? You know, I always knew grad school was next, but what do I do for grad school? You know, mm -hmm. am I doing teaching? Am I doing social work? What am I doing? And then making that shift, you know, I decided on teaching. I loved it. And then life happens. You're like, you're an adult, you know, mm -hmm. it's very different. You graduate college and then suddenly the world's like, you're an adult, but you're like, I'm not, I still need like someone take care of me, please. Mm -hmm. Like someone like <laughs> hold my hand and hug me, you know, yep. someone check in on me. And especially if you're beginning to live on your own, right. Or even with roommates, you still, you know, roommates are cool and all that, but there's something different about an adult, like a parent, right. Yeah. Taking care of you than like your roommate or your friend or whoever. Sure. And still needing that, still needing that. And then I think my early twenties was full of so much inner conflict and struggle and three steps forward and then two steps yeah. back and all that. And then really understanding anxiety, you know, it was, it was filled with anxiety. It was filled with 
thinking if I, this book, this book I found at Barnes and Noble is the book. And this is the book that everyone should get and it's gonna change my life and it's changing my life. And I finally found that magical tool that makes everything make sense and makes me feel better and all that. And you read that book and then there's the next book and there's the next book and there's the next book and you're still feeling the same. Maybe you feel a little less, but you're still, you know, like what? And then it not being until, you know, really practicing these tools of affirmation, meditation, of gratitude. Um, for me, the pathway into really not feel, you know, my, my big struggle was insecurity. I like legit yeah. felt insecure. I felt like everyone knew more than me. If it was, I had to make a choice, like a life choice, like what do I do? Yeah. It would be like, oh my God, I'm going to mess this up somehow. I'm going to mess this up. Like, what would you do? Yeah. Because at least that way, like you're, you seem pretty solid. You seem like you've yeah. got it. I'm going to go with, with you. And that was so challenging for me. So mm -hmm. challenging and realizing that it came down to me being insecure, me not knowing yeah. what, me not even knowing myself right? Mm -hmm. So busy running for me and trying to have someone else tell me who I am. Yeah. That's the big, that was a big aha for me is like realizing who I am by me, yeah. right? As opposed yeah. to who do you think I am? What do you, how do you see me? What, you know, whatever, you, you know, do you see me by the school I attended, by the job I have, by, mm -hmm. you know, where I, you know, all these different things, the outside things, yeah. right? But it was through meditation that it was like, okay, this is who I am. And beginning to listen to yeah. my inner guide, beginning to distinguish fear and intuition, mm -hmm. you know, all that. And then realizing little by little that I am enough, right? That I am enough, yeah. that, I, that I know how to access true confidence, that anxiety, as I know now, is just a part of me. That's, yeah. my, that's my thing. That's like the sweater that comes everywhere I go. Sometimes it's itchy. Sometimes it's comfortable. Sometimes it's, you know, very yeah. lightweight kind of, you know, but it's knowing how to manage that. Yeah. And I, I think that was a big transition was meditation would be the most powerful tool that, that helped change me. And then the real game changer mm -hmm. in my 30s uh, was affirmations, post-its everywhere, all over yeah. my part. I am enough. I, you know, my biggest struggle was romantic relationships. Okay. Right? And so I was, I deserve healthy love. I yeah. am in a healthy relationship. You know, I am lovable. I am enough. I am special. Like literally I'm going to post a picture of it on my Instagram of yeah. what it looked like. And at that point, I would say it wasn't until that was all over my apartment. And it, and yeah, it would be a little weird. Like <laughs> when you have a guy coming over, yeah. right. And you're just like, Oh, you know, maybe, I mean, real talk. I did take them down sometimes. Cause that's like a little scary. Like on our, like maybe we just met and it's like date number yeah. three or something. Like you don't need to know that I'm like ready for healthy love. Cause they're like, <laughs> you just ran out the door. So it was like, they were like movable, so like funny. legit. Yeah. I'm all about post-its. Like, stick. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> or like, I can just like write it over again. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> and so it wasn't until that, that moment yeah. where they were like in my bathroom mirror there. And I would say yeah. them, I would say them in the morning. I would say them before I'd go to bed. And I would truly just, because at that point I was also really ready for like a healthy relationship. I yeah. was, I was in an unhealthy relationship that right. wasn't, and it was like, I, I couldn't get out of it on my own. Like it was, it wasn't one where it was just like, all right, see you later. Like this right. isn't working. It was, there was a, you know, a lot in it that totally. I needed to disentangle myself. Mm -hmm. And it was through the practice of like pumping me up of me knowing like, Nance, you're totally. good. Like you're, you're solid. You can do this. Yeah. Um, that I began to do that affirmation practice. Mm -hmm. And then eventually 
later on, I met my husband and that when I met my husband was when I was the healthiest, yeah. like I'm on a date with you. Cause I want to, not because I'm hoping you're the one and that right. you, it was just like, I'm awesome and you're cool. And like, we could do this and this could be a lot of fun. And if not, like, that's cool too, because yeah. The next person, you know, is somewhere down there and he'll be amazing. And you, you were just like a great experience. Totally. Yeah. I think that's like something girls my age and probably some guys too. You just get in the terms of like, you're going to find the person who's going to fix everything. And then everything's going to fall into place. And that's so just the opposite, right? Like it sounds trite, but it's totally that idea of like, you have to love yourself before you can find true love. 100% Rachel. It is so like you, it would be so easy. Right. And we think that right? we're yeah. just like, I'm missing. I'm like my person. Like he's my person. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's a person that way, but he's not the person who's going to make you like right. happy. Like you at the end of the day, like that really cute thing, like in three weeks is going to be really annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and like you need to make sure <laughs> yeah. like you're solid on you because then you'll be like good, you know? Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. And I love the sticky notes. I also had a similar experience to backtrack just a little where I had sticky notes in my bathroom mirror and I would take them down before someone came over. Cause I was like, all right, we don't need to reveal that level just yet. Like we'll get there, but we're not there. <laughs> we just stick it back up. I love that. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but it works. It's good. It's a good it little reminder in your mirror for sure. Totally. I want to pivot also um, to you as an author really quick, because that's another, I imagine big transition for you to make. Was that always in the back of your head as a goal you wanted to achieve? Yeah, for sure. I, um, my aunt, you know, we went to a flea market when I was 13 years old and there was this gorgeous, beautiful journal. Um, and it wasn't nothing fancy. It was just like beautiful, like bright pinks and purples that I always liked. And she bought it for me and I had wanted it and she bought it for me. And I had been journaling ever since I have like over 35 journals, um, that, uh, that I've written throughout my life. And I'm always like, there's like always like a journal with me. Like here's my journal right now. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) and I've always wanted to write a book. You know, I wrote one when I was 14, non-published. I wrote one in my twenties. I would go up to strangers. It was called, how did you get here? Kind of like the humans of New York. And I would go up to complete strangers and I'd be like, you know, can you answer the question? How did you get here? Here is open to interpretation. It could be literal or figurative. And I would jot down their answers. Um, and I did this like all over and it was really fun. I didn't, didn't go anywhere until last year. Um, Mm -hmm. I took a writing class, like a, how to write a book class. Mm -hmm. And I began to think of children's books and I was like, Ooh, I could do children's books. Like I, I think I could do this. And that's how the kids book came about. And more so because of now becoming a mom and reading all these totally. books with Sebastian that I was like, oh, I could, I, I could write these books. I could write this. Yeah, yeah, totally. And because it's so part of your world now, like being a teacher and now being a mom, it's like, you want to create maybe like what fills exactly. a void. Was that, was that a factor for you? It's like, oh, I wish I could find a book about this. Yeah. 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 There was, there was that, like, I would love to have a bilingual book where we're yeah. talking about this. And so, and I wasn't finding it. I was, you know, there were affirmation books in English and I'm sure Mm -hmm. in Spanish, but there wasn't that in, for me, what was super important was having the text on the same page. That was something that I was like, I love books like that. And I wasn't finding many and especially Mm -hmm. not with social emotional tools. Right. Um, So yeah, that's how that came about. What's your take on like the trend of children's books? Do you have any idea? Like, do you think this will become more of the norm? Is this the trend? Yeah, I think right now now we're going to see a lot more diverse books. Yeah. Um, I think that's really key and and important. And I think there's a big push on that. Yeah. That is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think the tools, the tools of, you know, social emotional learning that we're, Mm -hmm. that we clearly see are needed in society, Um, not just the self-help in our twenties, you know, like that's just like, but 
bring it like really like bringing it down to the most basic level. Uh, and I think we're seeing a lot of that. I've begun to, yeah. you know, there's more board books now on like meditation and all, and like yeah. using ABCs in all these different ways than when I was a kid. Yeah. And I think that we're really trending more towards bringing it down to like board books, all these yeah. important issues. I love that because I'm trying to like trace back my own, like when I started talking about mental health, even in an educational setting, um, because I really don't remember it much before college. Like obviously college was a big shift. I was also an RA in college. So we like really got a lot of training on it, which was nice and necessary, but I don't remember, especially in elementary school ever, like sitting down and talking about that with teachers or with your peers or anything. So it's, it's cool to see that the trend is happening. And I think I didn't realize, is it like, oh, I'm getting older. So I'm more keen to it. Or did it just not exist before? You know? No, no, you're right. I mean, it, it didn't exist. There wasn't yeah. these conversations happening. I think it's probably, you know, I would say I'm teaching now almost 10 years. I would okay. say it has definitely flourished more in the last seven years or so the last okay. seven years or so there's definitely been more conversations definitely for sure in the last five years there's yeah. more like, we're meditating we're and even if we're not doing it regularly there's that conversation there's different programs yeah. that are now uh, you know that are either being pitched to schools to teachers yeah. so the fact that there's pitching going on in that realm I would say now for sure yeah that's awesome. To backtrack just a little bit, you, you talked about the power of meditation in your own life and how that aided your transitions. But when, I guess, were you first introduced and how did you go about doing it? Did you start with guided? Like, Rachel, I hated meditating. Okay. Oh my, my, mom okay. Tried to get me, my mom tried to get me to meditate and she was like, cause you know, I had anxiety and I thought it was awful. I was like, my heart's racing. I feel like I'm having an anxiety attack. Why are you doing this to me? Like, why would you have me do this? Like, this is not anything I ever want to do. So I tried it twice, didn't like it. I just, I, it, the anxiety was just like too much. I was like, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And then um, I began going to Gabby Bernstein. Gabby Bernstein used okay. to teach a class in the East Village and she would do she would do guided meditations. Okay. Um, and she, this is when she was coming out with her book, Spirit Junkie and teaching Course in Miracles. And so me and my, me and my friend we would go to her Monday class and learn about like all the like Course in Miracles. Oh. And she would do these guided meditations. And it was the first time I didn't panic. Mm-hmm. I was able to like sit through it. And then yeah. she, what was cool and something that I think is so cool is she incorporated music. And I never thought of like just breathing to certain songs. Yeah. And then I once did a guided meditation with her and Lathan Thomas uh, to the song, Let It Be by the Beatles. And that was so trippy and wild. And I was like, we're on a yoga mat and I'm meditating. And I just felt like, where am I? What is going on? It was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. How cool. Like middle of the day, completely sober, nothing. But feeling like I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Life was good. Um, (laughs) I love that. And then I just began to like do guided meditations. Um, And then with you know, slowly I didn't need to do guided meditations. I would just choose calming music. And then I began to like, let's say I wanted to feel more brave or something. Mm -hmm. I would like meditate to like, you know, empowering music, you know, maybe sometimes it was like pink or whatever, but just like, like getting that. Or if I wanted to feel more romantic, more like soft in like Mm -hmm. the love department, you know, putting up, if I wanted to attract like, like an awesome date, you know, with the guy that I was dating or something. And I wanted to get that vibe going. I would meditate to that. And I, and then I would do like these visualizations of me and the person, like, 
So music's always been like my thing. Okay. And now okay. I just like can meditate without it. I can take like, cool. I'll set the timer. For me, it always helps to know the boundaries. Okay. Like, yeah. okay, this is going to be five minutes or, and if I need more, then I can add more. Gotcha. I still, to this day, I'm not able to be like, I'm just going to meditate until yeah. I feel the right, you know, no, right. I, I don't, that would, that I need like boundaries. Yeah. Um, and so that's no, I totally how I can just do like non-guided guided that, that's cool. And I feel like I'm not at the point at all where I can like, that doesn't seem attainable to me yet. Like I need to put on my YouTube video and like do my thing, but it's, it's the journey. Right. And we'll get there. Right, I'm curious. Do you like schedule it into your day? Is it so much, do you have it in your agenda? Like first thing in the morning or right before you go to sleep? Or is it just when you <laughs> feel it? Like um, how do you structure it? I will sometimes do it in the morning. Um, okay. and my meditations can be as short as three minutes. There's okay. this one song that's like my go-to. Um, it's Emancipation by Helios. I think legit, okay. it's like two minutes, 36 seconds. If I give myself okay. that two minute, 36 seconds to Who's just that? turn everything off, nothing, just close my eyes and breathe, yeah. I'm good. We do a meditation every morning at my school okay. where I guide the entire school in meditation. Oh, so I'm nice. always doing it that, I'm always doing it Monday through Friday in that yeah. regard. Um, on the weekends, for sure, I like to do it before I leave the bedroom. Okay. Because I feel like it's wow. like once I'm here, I need to take care of me, get me solid, and then I yep. can go out into the world. Because if I don't, okay. then I have to go back in there and then I'll probably apologize to <laughs> I love that. Let's pivot now to, to affirmations again, because we, we touched on this a couple of times, but I want to really parse it out with you. Obviously your book, and I would say your brand now is becoming all about, you know, recognizing our worth and our power through just like these little gentle reminders to ourselves and to people that we love. So I guess I'll start by saying like affirmations seem to have always been a big part of your life. When did that start? Would you say it was like around the journal time with your aunt? Yeah, it was, around, okay. um, it was around, I always loved quotes. I always okay. loved seeing quotes or coming up with quotes and just jotting them down. But mm -hmm. the real affirmations, I think it became around the same time of meditation. It okay. really became around that like, okay, um, what is it that I want to attract that I want to feel mm -hmm. more of and like honing in on that and making oh. that an affirmation. Cool. What is your, and this might be personal. So if you don't want to answer, you totally don't have to, but do you have a favorite affirmation of the moment right now? That's been your like go-to. Yeah. Yeah. Right now it's, I am enough. I'm enough. I, I'm enough because, that. because I mean, you know, promoting a book, being a mom, being a teacher, being a wife, so being just a regular human and friend. And just like, ah, uh, it's so easy that at a moment you could be like, yeah. You know, like, I don't know if we're allowed to like drop an F-bomb here, but it can totally be like an F-bomb. And yeah. you're like, oh my God, like, I feel like I'm like giving 60, 60, 60. And I think I just gave 20. And then yeah. pausing that and being like, girl, you are doing it. You are in it. You are rocking it. You are yeah. enough. This is enough. This is amazing. Um, so right now it's, I am enough. Yeah. Love that. I love that. And thank you for sharing with that. I love it. Yeah. I'm also, I'm super curious to get your take on this because I think before I was prepping for this interview, honestly, I think of mental health and I think of meditation and self-reflection as a very personal, like hyper individual practice. But then reading your book, I'm introduced to this idea of community building and almost an accountability system in saying affirmations with another person, whether it's like your mom or your daughter, or even just friends is the way I'm thinking about it. So I guess walk me through your take individual versus community building when it comes to affirmations and, and ultimately self-love. I love that. I love this. I love this. I love this. I saw that. And I was like, Ooh, this is gold. <laughs> no one has asked me that before. Okay. Oh, good. No, it's a phenomenal question. Oh, um, so community, I'm going to hit it to two places. Okay. Um, one is the classroom. I think yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to give you a great story. Okay. So uh, I teach second grade and, and I have like a little closet in a mirror and my student said something and he was like, I don't know. They feel a little silly, Miss Torres. And I go, what? You don't wake up in the morning and go, hey, beautiful. And you look in the mirror and the class is cracking up, right? Yeah, These yeah. seven-year-olds cracking up. I go, you should try it. I go, who wants to try it? So I bring him over to the mirror and, you know, my one student wants to try it. And he's like, oh, this is just too embarrassing. I go, okay, well, if, you, <laughs> if you want to, you'll do it. If not, no big deal. I go, who else wants to go? So they're coming up. Hey, hey, good morning, precious. Hey, good morning, beautiful. Hey, good morning, rock star. And then he came up and he was like, good morning, rock star. And just get everyone, yeah. right? This is like everyone being at different levels of comfort of A, mm -hmm. coming up to the front of the room, saying something that's not comfortable. That right. Say, right. Like no one's walking around being like, hey, good morning, beautiful. Or at least you're not yeah. talking about it with your friends, right? You're not right. like, hey, this is how I hyped myself up this morning. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so then seeing that trans transformation of yeah. the classroom as a whole, being like, oh, this is what we do. Like, yeah, I wouldn't like, like, that's not weird. It's actually kind of weird that you're not doing that. Yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. Not up doing that. I love that. And that is cool. When you yeah. begin in kids and the community that you're doing mm -hmm. the practice with begins to realize I am special. I yeah. am beautiful inside and out. I am a rock star. And because I am, so are you. Yeah. Right. And you are, and if you're not, I can remind you that mm -hmm. you are, and I know how to remind you. And if, you know, and the kids just kind of like saying it to themselves yeah. now, they'll just like, I find post-its in my classroom that say like, I am awesome, you know, like yeah. random things. Yeah. And so I think it definitely makes, I'm very big on it being, we're a family in class. Yeah. This is our family. They look out for each other. They're very like, you know, hyping each other up, like you've got this or looking out for each other. I don't see any meanness. I mean, they're yeah. kids. They're like, you know, maybe they'll go through their like, so-and-so doesn't want to be my friend. And then I right. go tell them, you know, validate that. And then say, you know, mm -hmm. I really love to be your friend. Uh, but if you don't want to, I hear you. Hope you change your yeah. mind. And then I'd say, jot down, uh, my friendship is valuable. I'm an amazing friend. And so that the child who doesn't right. want to you know, knows their worth and it's not affected. So yeah. it just, it's continuing to build the students Love. and them building themselves and each other of totally. who they are. Right. Now, so that's, that's community classroom. Mm -hmm. Community, me and my son, which yeah. is so wild. And this is why I really love the question is I can feel whatever I'm feeling, right? But I'm modeling to him, right? I'm constantly, we're constantly yeah. playing say it with me. I'm a dinosaur roar, you know, whatever, whatever, wherever we are in life. Right. Sebastian. Yeah. And, and I have to, you know, if I, there are things that I cannot say, not because I don't feel them, but mm -hmm. because I know he's picking up on them and gotcha. I don't want him to pick up on them. And I don't want that to be part of his inner voice. Like okay. if I say, because it slips, oh my God, I'm so dumb. Then I'll be like, oh my goodness. No, mommy, gotcha. that's not nice. Like, let me, let, let's rephrase yeah. that. Like, Correct. oh mommy, I need to just pause and think for a second. Like, yeah. and but literally modeling exactly what I just did. Like, right. that's not nice. We don't speak to ourselves that way. Yeah. And like apologizing to myself and all that. Yeah. And what I notice is he's, I definitely think my child is very compassionate, very caring, very soft. Yeah. Um, and he'll pick up, he's now picked up on, you know, I was meditating once and I was going through something and like, was just tearing up and he went, mama dance party, let's dance. Aww. And he knows that's one of our tools. You know, when you're in a place, you got to like, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a dance party dance and he was like, dance party. And he was like, let's dance. And you know, this is, I think that's we're dancing like Dave Balvin's like some like wild party song, but it was amazing, you know? And yeah. uh, 
And so community between my child and I, it's him knowing both of us being accountable, really. But I, I, as the adult, knowing that I am completely accountable, right? Yeah. Like if I, if I'm saying, say it with me, and this is who we are and this is who we're building, I cannot yeah. then turn around and not practice it myself. Right. I love that. And I think it underscores for me the importance of how self-love isn't just like one spoke on the wheel. Like it really lends itself to every other aspect of your life. And so it's not just a thing where it's like, okay, like during my morning meditation, I'm going to focus on this. And then that's the only work I do for the day. It has to be this like continuous process. And that obviously includes the people in your life. So I like that. It's just a good reminder for me. I never think about self-love in terms of community. And I like that I do now. Thanks oh yeah, I think I think that's super cool because remember, I mean, if you're able to love yourself and you're you're shining your light and you're sharing mm-hmm. it, then you're kind of giving other people permission to do the same. Yeah. It's no longer like, oh, I don't do that. Like, yeah, oh, that's not cool. It's like, no, girlfriend's doing it. It must be cool, so I'm gonna yeah. do it too. And you kind of are just giving others permission to do it. I love that. I love that so much. I'm gonna make that the little clip. I want everyone to hear that part exactly. That was. Lovely. I loved it so much. Oh my God. Thank you so much for sharing. Okay. My last segment. I feel like I could talk to you all day long. Oh, yeah, I could talk to you forever. Yeah. <laughs> but we always like to close interviews with a segment we call Her Reflections of the Week. So we go through our acronym. H is for happy, something you're happy about in this moment. E is something that's energizing you lately. And R is a recent realization you might have had. So mm-hmm. do you have any? I'm going to start with the happy one. The happy one is how my students are like rocking and rolling and how they yeah. really like have come along. I mean, you know, I only started with them in January because everything was remote until then right. the pandemic. Um, but how much we've been like, we're in a, we're in a groove and like, yeah. they're like becoming more independent and Love. that I just like seeing them grow and do that. Like today we did like some cool projects that where they just paired off and they did their thing. And it was like, cool whoa, you don't really need me. This is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're their own little independent. That's so cool because also the pandemic is huge. It's that oh, I can't imagine having to deal with that as a young kid going to school. Yeah, so right. or right. as a teacher, it's a huge thing. So it's good that you're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel yes. and chugging along. That's great. I love that. Um, now, what was the other one? E energized. Energized. Energized yeah. me. I think, I think everything right now, I think, um, all the hats I'm wearing, you know, seeing my my son just started soccer. So that's so wild. And, and just like, he's like speaking more, you know, he sees a speech therapist twice a week and now he's like talking and saying like wild things like, why not? Um, and like, he got like (laughs) the, like the expression and enunciation down, like appropriate, like high pitch, low pitch. Um, my book, my book for sure is like, just like energizing, like, whoa. And yes, school. I feel like I'm right now, right now I'm like, okay, I'm being really kind and compassionate to myself. And so that is really also just remembering to be kind to myself, remembering to take even like a few moments to journal and just like fill me up. I love that. Yeah. All right. This is the last one, the heavy hitter, a recent realization that humans are complicated. Okay. That we're complicated, that we're, it's not, you know, there's so much more gray to this Mm -hmm. world and really kind of reconciling and making peace with that and realizing it's not, you know, this, this or that it's like, and then there's this other backstory. It's layers. We're layered. That's my big big realization of how layered we all are and how these little random moments can just shift everything. And also if someone else gets that, shift their understanding of you. And so you're, 
Yeah. I, I feel like we so often put people on pedestals and then they come down and, yes. but it's like, we're all humans, right? We're all humans. We're like each on our own little pedestals. And if we just totally. lower that and just remember our humanity, yeah. then it's like, you can just be more compassionate, more totally. kind. I love that. That's a, that's a beautiful note to end on. Is there anything else that you want to share with listeners that maybe we didn't touch on yet? I feel like this was a beautiful episode all around. I love this. No, Rachel, you're amazing. You're an amazing host. Thank Thank you you so much. much. I'm like so excited to continue working with you. Yeah, no, I feel like this is a good, whatever you want. We're we're on, we're on. We're like, I was just going to say the energy I'm feeling like we're on each other's level. And I feel like not everybody comes on and matches the energy. Like sometimes I come in too hot and they don't know what to do with it, but you know what to do with it. And I love that. Yeah, no, this was great. Thank you so much. So fun. much. Seriously, thank fun. you so much. Good luck with all the book stuff. Also, enjoy this moment of your life. Like this is so huge. Be proud of yourself. I'm I'm so excited to see your continued success, really. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Yes. I'll keep you posted on all good things. Yes, great to meet you. Have a good okay. one. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, seriously, don't you just love her, you guys? I am so glad that I got to meet her. I'm thankful that the show exists so that I can meet people like Nancy and hear stories like hers and just be inspired. I'm really, I'm glad you guys are here. I'm glad you're listening. And now that you know the woman behind the affirmations, make sure to check out Nancy's new book, Say It With Me. It comes out this Tuesday, April 27th. Perfect for a little gift situation, literally for all ages. If this interview taught me anything, it's that you never outgrow the power of self-love and affirmations. Check it out, you guys. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to follow us on Spotify or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. A rate and review would also be so great. You can find us on Instagram at her.blog.life. You can find Nancy on Instagram at Torres. For blog posts, you can go to herbloglife.online. And for behind-the-scenes videos of recordings like this one, just search Rachel Malik and subscribe to my YouTube channel. As always, thank you so, so much for listening. We will see you next Sunday for another episode. Thanks so much, you guys. I'm Rachel Malik. This has been the Her Life Blogcast. Mm-hmm.